Are you recording? No, I just I just started it. I was really I missed that burp you just did. Oh. No, I can't burp on command. Alright, well this is another episode of Poo Poo. Bad news. It's Poo Poo with Matt and Kevin. This is an AV episode. Uh, which means that we're watching a movie. <laughs> but one of us can only see it can only hear it. We're going to be watching The Nut Job 2, Nutty by Nature. It's an action-adventure animation comedy family movie. It's one hour and 31 minutes long. Um, do you have any, like, uh, do you have any, like, strategies going in, or, or which side did you pick? Yeah, you... I chose, uh, Matt was gracious enough to let me choose the, um, hearing part, so I'm just going to be listening to the movie, but believe me, I will be playing on my switch the entire time okay and that means that i have the responsibility of keeping my eyes on the screen but i can i can add my own score if i so wish we're also enjoying some popeyes i'm two for two on eating chicken in each podcast that's actually why i went to popeyes i kind of like i feel like that's like you also shouldn't like wash the clothes that you podcast in to sort of keep our train of good luck rolling yeah i know av the nut job to nutty by nature. This sounds like Perfect Day, featuring Serena Ryder by Ella Louise Allaire and Martin Lord Ferguson. Hashtag Perfect Day. <laughs> yeah, it's called Hashtag Perfect Day featuring Serena Ryder. Now, I don't know about you, I, I took a few notes during the viewing because I had a lot of questions for you. Yeah. I feel like you might have a more accurate picture of the movie. Than no, I I, I, there was, that movie was nothing to me. I don't know if you know this, but when you watch a movie without the actual movie part, it won't really give a shit. It's not a podcast. All you hear is music <laughs> and you'll hear, oh, it, oh. A lot of good, like, efforts. Yeah, you'll hear a name every once in a while. It doesn't mean anything. That's what I need to ask you about. So this was this movie was the story of a purple squirrel. Uh, <laughs> I just assumed his name was probably Max. Yeah. Does that sound right? No, it started with an S. Okay. <laughs> so it's Max the purple squirrel, uh, and his love interest was a beautiful red squirrel. Named sure, she was. <laughs> named... She was really mean to him in the beginning. They were had a really shitty relationship. Were they together from the start? Because she kissed yeah. him once at the end. Oh, they sounded like they were together. Yeah. They had like the whole like bickering thing. Was there kind of like a will they won't they, at all? Or? Uh, I don't know. Cause I gotta be real. All the voices melded together. I did. I could, was never able to tell what character was speaking when. I was really hoping that that was not what was gonna happen. And that is, I'm not lying to you, Matt. Every voice sounded the that's fucking what I, same. That's what I needed you most for. Because there was a, there was a blue rat. Like the three main characters, it was. They this... don't say what animal they are. <laughs> <laughs> they don't go. I'm the blue rat now. <laughs> Every voice is the same. It was. I didn't know there were dogs in the movie. Oh yeah, there's two. Until you said, I think dogs are falling in love. <laughs> I didn't know there were dogs. I thought it was a squirrel movie, and then there was a human. No, there was. There was. Uh, okay, I don't even. I don't even know where to start. So the movie. The movie opens with like the aspect ratio is kind of small. Like you know the Grand Budapest Hotel. 
Yeah. So I knew it was going to be like a flashback or exposition or something. Mm. And it was it was kind of like, oh, my other big question for you, was this a musical? They're, they they made a joke. They made a joke at one point that she was going to break into a song. And she didn't? And she didn't. Oh, really? Because yeah. the, the first scene was sort of like a tour around this like sort of like nut basement. Yeah. I'm guessing <laughs> I'm guessing the plot of the first nut job is this group of squirrels led by Max to sort of break into this nut basement. And then they take it out. <laughs> yeah, and so it was like it was perfect for an opening song. It was like, you know, in the beginning of Beauty and the Beast where she's like like twirling through the town and everyone's saying hello to her and you're just like sort of getting to know all the characters. Yeah. There was a scene sure. just like that. Like okay. this nut basement was incredible. They like, weren't singing. I think there was music. Yeah, like probably a like hashtag good day or whatever. Right, <laughs> which is a great which is a great song. Like right away, it sort of seemed to have themes of like vast excess. Like there was this huge group of squirrels that lived underneath like some sort of nut store. Yes, and they just like lived within piles of nuts. Uh, some of the larger squirrels were seen having like a eating contest with where they were just like trying to cram as many nuts like into their mouth as possible. Yes. Uh, and this scene was sort of contrasted with the scene where the red squirrel was like she went through like a whole ordeal trying to get like one acorn out of a tree. Yeah. Uh, I think she was like teaching some little squirrels how how. It was Are done. you just giving me a synopsis of the movie? Like I heard it. Well, I thought. Do you have any questions for me? Yeah, what was the animation like? Was it good or bad? Okay, so I think we've reached the point where most, like, major release 3D movies, or, uh, you know, like, 3D animation movies look pretty good. Uh, nothing really looked bad in this movie. Okay. Um, the stuff that looked pretty good was actually the dirt, like, the particle physics. Like, any time, like, a tree would get uprooted and, like, dirt <laughs> yeah. would, like, spray on our characters... Looked pretty good, looked pretty real. Uh, and also the sparks uh, during the destruction of the carnival uh, looked pretty good. Is there any uh, sort of reference movie you can relate it to, animation-wise? Oh, it's like the same as all the, like, Illumination, like, like Despicable Me. What about, like, Over the Head? Probably better than Over the Hedge, just because it's newer. I'm sure a lot <gasps> less heart and work went okay. into this than Over the Hedge. There were, like, there was, like, two things, like, two set pieces they really, really liked would be like having a character like dangling off of something and someone else is trying to hold on to them. Those are probably the uhs yeah. and the uhs. Half the movie was would be like two or more rodents like hanging off of like a fast moving vehicle, like holding onto each other's wrists and like yeah. probably saying like don't let go or like hold on. They, I will I'm not lying to you, Matt. When I say 70% of that movie was me laughing, like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Right I had a now? great setup. I had the, uh, Swan's... It's a soundtrack of the blind? Yes, I was listening to Swan's soundtrack, soundtrack of the blind through my earbuds, and then I had your big gaming headphones over that, so I could barely hear. Yeah. Me. I was kind of worried that... <laughs> I'm tired now. Yeah, that I'm sure that... <laughs> you did a lot of gaming. You, were, you might have been working harder than me. I was game, but it was mindless because I didn't want to focus too hard on it. So I just turned all like the Super Smash bots to three. Yeah, the sounds of a just destruction, rock music, and grunts. Oh, how was the soundtrack? It was fine. Yeah, it actually had a must have had a decent budget. Oh it yeah, had some pretty popular songs on there. Can I try to guess? Yeah, I'm guessing Cashmere was in there somewhere. How about I ask you the scene? Okay, and you have to guess what song it all was. All right, that's perfect. And I only know what the scene was because it's when you said, I think dogs are falling in love. What song do you think was playing when the dogs are falling in love? Um, now, it's a pretty popular song. 
who does that song? Uh, this it, they, I think they just took the accidentally in love song from Shrek. No, they didn't do the Counting Crows accidentally in love. Oh, okay. It was in fact at last by Etta James. I'm not at sure if I would have known the name. Last, my love is gone. You know? No. I what? Don't. You don't know that song? I guess not. I'm gonna I'm gonna put in I'm gonna put in a clip of what I was listening to right here. And then I'm gonna put in a clip of what you were listening to right here. I did listen to okay, so girl song Babble. Babble? By Mumford and Sons? <laughs> this is kind of a deep cut. They could have that one. Yeah, I, I had I bought the first two uh, Mumford and Sons albums. Yeah, I did too. I even bought the uh, one with the bench on it. No, that's crazy. That's wild to me. I went to their their concert when they put that one out. Really? It was the first concert I've ever been to. Did you like that album? No. No, that album was not good. No, concert was fine. They should. Oh, I'm sure it was. They should absolutely never have gone electric. Nah, I don't know what they're thinking. It just sounded like like Christian music once they. I didn't even listen to their newest one because of the bad taste. Yeah, me neither. God, when are they gonna put out a rap album? <laughs> I was gonna say, didn't they do something with Kendrick Lamar at the Grammys? But that was Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Wait, Kendrick funny. Lamar and Imagine Dragons did something. Yeah, have you seen that? No, God damn. I yeah, never seen. It, it was probably like twenty. 13 or something imagine dragons is the worst band in the world i think yeah i think the realization i came to like a week a week ago is is like trailer music like imagine dragons is the lowest form of art trailer music like music that ends up in in like video game trailers like imagine oh, dragons all okay. of their songs are made for video game trailers yeah 100 percent. and call of duty eats that shit up yeah Oh, we were talking about soundtracks. I was going to tell you, I told you that I I thought I'd just witnessed a death. Yeah. It was because the evil mayor, uh, I wasn't sure if he was evil at first, but... Uh, oh, he was evil. You could tell from his voice. What kind of voice do you think he had? Um, Probably like, uh, uh, like, give me a line that he said, and I'll try to, like, deliver it the way he said it. Uh, he said, he said, when the, he was with the exterminator, the exterminator, he was like, is this humane? And the exterminator was, yeah, he was like... I don't want it to be humane. Okay, so my name is Matt Hill. I'm reading for the part of the evil mayor in the nut job too. <laughs> can you give me my? Can you like sort of cue me in? All right. Uh, yes, it is humane. I don't want it to be humane. <laughs> have it, have it ready by tomorrow evening. Oh, you're so close. It was actually very gentile self. Oh, oh, Southern really? Lawyer that's type. a better choice. I like that more. Yeah. See, that's why he got the part and I didn't. Yeah, it was pretty good. They, uh, the daughter made a joke about shooting animals, too, so I think they were playing off that, like, Republican vibe. Oh, for sure. I was so thinking... I got my political fix for the day. I was also thinking very politically, because he, it ends with the mayor getting arrested. Does it? Yeah. And then the park that he was converting into an amusement park gets changed back into, like, a park park. Yeah. But we never get to see who the new mayor was. Why did he get arrested? Because um, I don't know. Well, because I heard a lot of grunting and machine noises towards the end there, but yeah. I, I can't tell you f for shit what happened. So I'm I, I'm pulling at so many threads right now. Uh, I have so much I want to talk about, but 
I think the main read that I have about this movie is that it, is that it was not made to be enjoyed. It was meant to take up 90 minutes. Like, this, is, this was not like a Pixar movie where, like, the kids and the parents are both supposed to enjoy it. This is the kind of movie that you put in front of your kid, like, on an iPad or something. Yeah. And then they just look at it, and they're mesmerized by and it for, like, 90 minutes. they lose their life force. Yeah, exactly, because stuff, like, there didn't seem to be, like, an overarching plot. I thought it was going to be, like, a heist movie. Yeah. But, like, stuff just kept happening. So, like, they have their nut basement. Then they're all outside doing something. And then the nut, the nut house... The whole thing blows up. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, would you be able to tell me why that happened? No, they made a joke right before it happened, though. Like, I sure hope nothing... They said, well, it's not like this place is gonna blow up. (laughs) Oh, okay, great. And he did, sure enough. God damn. Um, I think this movie is evil. Okay. And I think it was created for evil purposes. Uh, monetary stuff. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, very pandering. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, there me was... not to kill animals. Like, yeah, no shit. Good message, you idiots. I oh, was... nature is better than a city? Oh, thanks a lot, dude. In, in what dude. way? Like, for who? That for... amusement park looked fun. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the team by the end, it was like, they, they had like two dogs, a handful of like, um, mostly squirrels. Um, two dogs, did I, did I mention that? Like, yeah, lots of little that. white mice. They knew karate. They were from Chinatown. <laughs> There was, like, a scene where the blue rat and the purple squirrel went to Chinatown and Oh, met. my God. There's so many different animals, and I, d- I thought they were all <laughs> squirrels this whole time. Yeah, this is... I, did you really manage to not look at the screen at all? Yes. I'm, that's good. That's Other good than power. when you said, I think I see two... I think two dogs are falling yeah. in love. I slipped up, and I looked for a second. And you saw dogs? And I saw a black dog. Yeah, that was really interesting. And I thought the whole time that the two uh, the two dogs were both boys. And I thought, oh, that's nice. Because no. they clearly were in a relationship, but then they had babies at the end that I'm assuming were... Unless they said something about a surrogate, maybe, that I couldn't hear? No, that one of them was a girl. Oh. Well, I wonder which one it was, because I could not... I couldn't tell. Which is, I guess, good. Like, this uh, movie probably... I think the one that died was a boy. Oh, the no, the blue rat was the one that died. But then he came back because... The, what? Because one of the dogs licked him. Oh, like, I like, thought that voice was the dog the whole time. No, there was probably, like, a good ten-minute stretch where the blue rat was dead. Yeah. But then one of the dogs, like, they figured out, like, the way to Slobber bring him... dog. Yeah, exactly, and that brought him back to life. If I had to give that audio, like, a rating... Yeah. For enjoyability. I had me in the first. In the first half, I was like, I'm going to love this. Oh, well, where, where did you hit your point? Because I hit a point. I can't even tell you. Maybe when there was like 40 minutes left in the movie, I like was just zoning out yeah. every second. And noises just became noises. And that, not to say that's when a lot of the music and grunts were happening. Because I'm guessing it was a lot of action. Yeah. In that last bit. But I thought I was going to love it at the beginning. Yeah. Because it was just like rock music and uh-huh. people going ow oh <laughs> i was like this is gonna be hilarious. yeah that sounds hilarious that ran its course pretty well. okay i would give that like a five like a five out of ten out of ten five right. out of ten on the audio from not job two yeah i was wondering if like maybe like a higher quality kids movie like a pixar movie if toy story would hold up 
to this test better than the nut job did. I bet, oh, like, 100%. the people at Pixar are probably, like, so good at visual storytelling that you would not have that many questions, even if you couldn't hear it, you know? No, and they're good, uh, they're good writers, too, so there'd probably be a joke or two in there. Yeah, this one, the writing was very, it, it felt like they'd write 20 minutes. Like, it felt, it didn't feel like there was a beginning, middle, and end. It felt like there was maybe, like, six distinct sections. They're, the nut house blows up, they're displaced... They move back into the park, which I'm, I'm guessing that's where they learned before this theoretical heist in the first movie. They're sort of learning to forage for food. They had some arguments, maybe. Yeah, they did. It was the, the girl squirrel and the man squirrel. Yeah, in the city. Uh, there A lot of car chases happened there. I couldn't tell you. Um, the mayor had a daughter? The mayor had a daughter. That was his daughter, daughter okay. was the one who made the gun joke, says she could shoot animals and feel good about it. She did do some shooting animals with a slingshot, and then she got shot with a tranquilizer dart. And there was this sort of scene where it's from her POV, and she's, like, tripping from the tranquilizer. Yeah. Uh, and she's in, like, a carnival. And oh, it's is all that this, what like, that noise? Someone was tripping balls at one Yeah, it was a little girl. Was, was and I had no balls. idea who. I thought it was another animal, and I thought they were just having some, like, peyote fucking section in the movie yeah she was I, I could see a lot of like subliminal pixar influence because she looked exactly like darla from uh finding nemo um, she sounded like it. and she had a habit of taking heads off of baby dolls like sid from toy story oh uh, i guess it was just like evil kid yep and i was also noticing similarities between there was this team of exterminators that was hired in and they looked a lot like over the head no, they actually looked a lot like the. Um, Cause it felt a lot like over there. The guys in yellow suits from Monsters Inc. Oh. Okay. Where they're all just sort of like faceless and the same and like kind of rubbery and silly looking. All I could think about was over the hedge when they brought in the exterminator because the exterminator was evil and wanted to kill the animals. Yes. Like over the hedge. He was like a little. He was like a skinny like guy with kind of like a greasy blonde middle part and a little bit oh. of stubble. So I was like immediately on his side. Oh sure. Like, uh, yeah. He was the prote- protagonist for me. Yeah, um, is that just because he looked like you? Yeah. Okay. He's a real dirt. He also got arrested for some reason. Like, I mean, he's like a private he's contractor. He's just doing his job. Yeah, exactly. Let's be real. His job is to kill animals. This movie he's is an exterminator. biased against the working class. Yes. There was this one interesting scene. Like, there was like three different levels of exterminators. Like, the, the, the squirrels would figure out how to, like, destroy the bulldozers. Uh, and then they'd have to bring in, like, better bulldozers. And this was in maybe, like, wave three. I don't remember where I was going with that. I don't give a shit. What do you mean? I don't give a shit about what happened in the movie. I gotta be real. I just had the worst experience of just hearing fucking grunts and stuff. That movie is dead to me. Can I take you through my soundtrack? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I started with Swans. I got all the way up to the song Volcano. That's, yeah. Um, then I I felt like maybe the such like harsh droning well, yeah. music would like impact my viewing of the film so then i switched to two songs i've had stuck in my head for like probably close to a week which would be if you seek amy and toxic by britney spears okay during toxic i noticed that i was jamming out way too hard not focusing on the movie anymore. toxic is awesome and i think that lady gaga owes a lot of the success of poker face to if you seek amy because the pre-chorus in if you seek amy sounds a lot like the pre-chorus to uh Lady Gaga's poker face. What's the pre-chorus? It's just like it's in, like a little section in between the verse. It's kind of something like that, but it's like the. I'm gonna put in a side by side in this podcast, even though it's not related. I just want to. Oh, oh, tell me, have you seen my cousin? So, oh, 
I'm, I think I'm onto something here. Yeah. I'm sure I'm not the first person that thinks it's this. It's related. It's what you listen to. That's true. I went back to Swans after that. Um, and then during the death scene, I'll tell you how it happened. Darla shoots a crossbow at a pillar that the blue rat is standing on, and he falls like two stories onto the sidewalk. Uh, and then they bring him to like some sort of cavern, <laughs> and the moonlight is shining on him, and everyone's really sad. And I was thinking, I was... Uh, I should be listening to something more sad. So I put on Carissa by Sun Kill Moon. Oh, nice. Listen to all of it. I think that's like an eight or nine minute song. It, right? I know it's longer than a normal song. And yeah, the blue rat was still dead. Yeah. Uh, the purple purple squirrel was having like flashbacks to like when the blue rat saved him from a tsunami. Okay. It seemed to be. I heard the flashback. I had no idea what was happening. Yeah, I, th- I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't even realize it was a flashback until I realized that like we were holding camera on like a younger version of the purple squirrel. Yeah. Um. It's pretty crazy. Like it seemed like they were in the park from the movie, but a tsunami was happening. Maybe that maybe they couldn't get a flashback to the first. They movie. didn't say anything. It's visual storytelling. I could hear a transition to a flashback, right? Yeah, like whatever the twinkles or whatever the mm-hmm. movies do. I didn't know there was a fucking tsunami again. I just heard. Oh, whoa! Oh. Yeah, it looked like the apocalypse. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> So then Carissa ended, the blue rat was still not alive, and I had to put on something else fast because I was about to start hearing the movie. Yeah. So I just went to, like, the first thing that was trending on Apple Music, was, uh, which was, I guess they're making a Beetlejuice musical. Yeah, they are. I actually knew about that. So I listened to 20 seconds of the Beetlejuice musical. I mm-hmm. uh, didn't really love it, so I just switched <laughs> to the next musical I thought of, which was Waitress, which I do love. Oh, okay. Listen to... Four songs from Waitress. Good Again, realized it was distracting me because I was like getting too into the song. And you the like story. Waitress too, right? I like Waitress. I do not understand people that listen to musicals that they haven't seen. Like, I know I only like Waitress because I've seen it. Enjoy it. Like, the whole yeah. thing about musicals is the music sucks. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the, the costumes are good. And the, like, and the costumes and makeup are awesome. Yeah, like the stage, the choreography, the God. sets. Mm-hmm. I love like a nice matte painting or like a fake pie. I like a really good yeah 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 the matte painting is that just extreme? Are you just talking about Wicked? I go to Wicked? I go to like musicals and I like have my earbuds and listening to Swans. I'm just trying to enjoy the stage design. I'll, I'll go to musicals and I'll just be yelling the whole time. Like, I'm just taking notes on the song. lighting. Yeah, no, I don't have time for it. There's like there's like nothing dynamic happening on stage. It's like this sad song where it's just one person out. I'm like skip. No, go back to acting. This. Let me see. Let me see like like a Beauty and the Beast style scene where like we're meeting everybody in the town. That's all. I want a musical that's all that. Where every song is just that. Every musical starts with a song about how every day is the same. There should be a musical where every day is the same. Like nothing happens. Like there's no like adventure or like progression. Sign. It's just a story of like about like the bake a baker's son. Mm. Okay. Yeah. His name is like Piet- Pietro. Seinfeld the musical. <laughs> exactly. It's a musical about nothing. Damn, that would be... Maybe one... Can we do an episode where it's writing all of Seinfeld the musical? Yeah. Wait, uh, like a 24-hour live stream. (laughs) And whatever we have at the end of that, we have to put it on at the gets. Uh, Yeah, I'll do that. I will do that 100%. All right, that's on the list. Oh, my God. I have a question. I know you said you don't know who the dogs were. Yeah. I think one of the dogs saw something that made him nauseous, and then he puked, and the other dog ate it. Can you confirm that that happened? No, I can't, because every grunt sounds the same. Okay. Um, did you have a favorite part of the movie? Um, yeah, that first time it played the rock music and the grunts. Yeah. 
And then I'm uh, sure that was a high that you could not get <laughs> your way back to. It was to. very, very funny. I kept laughing. My Against all odds, my favorite scene was near the end of the movie. All of the rodents are defeated at the grand opening of... This, this was when I told you that the nut job was happening. Because uh, they were, like, organizing and, like, dividing into teams and, like, making plans and stuff. And so yeah. what the nut job seemed to be was they went to the grand opening of the carnival and they sort of they sort of dropped things and, like, squirted, like, mustard on people. And then everyone sort of left. But then they called in, like, wave three of exterminators and they captured everybody except for the blue squirrel. So he had to go back to Chinatown to talk to the white mice that they met before and he had to, like, convince him to, like, help help them. And that was, like, another 10-minute scene. Like, there was just a 10-minute scene. The, the little white mice, they didn't want to help. Uh, but, they, they, but they did then. And so they went. They all went. And they saved everyone together. And uh, the exterminator guys that I was telling you about, they... Um... I knew. <laughs> I want you to know that I knew that this podcast was going to be like this uh-huh. where it's just us saying the plot to fucking nut job to that's what reviews are nowadays <laughs> no they're not yes they are movie reviews are people talking about what happens and music reviews are, t- are people talking about if it's good or not do you know do you know the, the YouTube channel found fix or whatever found flicks no they literally do this thing where it's um blank movie explained uh-huh. or blank ending explained Oh, I've seen and then those. they will just talk you through the entire movie. They don't explain anything. Right. They just tell you the plots and the scenes. We're doing an audio version of that, and it's awful. Stop. It's for nut job too. Okay, well, but because this it, isn't like there's, we're not gonna get. I don't content. know. If, I don't know if this is like foremost a review or if it's about the gimmick. Because I wanted to explore what it's like to split up a movie into audio and visual like this. Yeah, I understand, but we're just explaining the fucking plot. We're not explaining the difference. Well, my favorite part, and there's not a lot of difference. <laughs> Let me explain my favorite part. Yes, the white mice. Yeah. From <laughs> from Chinatown, kidnap one of the rubber suit guys, and they pull his suit off, and he's naked, and he runs away, and they climb into the suit to, like, form a big man. <laughs> and then the, the man made out of mice fights, he karate fights all of the other rubber suit men. And it was funny. Uh, he, like, shot his fist off like a missile. Siri, can I get laid? I can see that she heard you. Yeah. Siri, can I get laid? I don't know how to respond to that. Alright. I already gave it my rating a while ago. (laughs) I gave it a five out of ten a while. Well let me just see if I made any more notes. Oh, Oh, another thread that I noticed running through this movie was like in most kids' movies, uh like I feel like one of the most common lines is like, I'm okay. Like somebody'll like fall down into a hole, but then they'll like say, I'm okay, you know, like because the movie, it's for kids. They yeah. have to reassure you that everybody's okay. Yeah, everyone's but this alive. movie did not do that. During, like, wave two of the exterminators... Oh, no, no, no. This was just during the construction phase. A bunch of squirrels lock a construction worker. So not even an exterminator. A construction worker inside a porta potty. Yeah. Then pick it up and dump it in the river. Uh-huh. And the porta potty is seen upside down floating down the river. And then we cut to something else happening. There is, like... And then another scene. Wave three of exterminators comes in. There's a bee. Like a cute little cartoon bee with eyes and like a face and probably like a personality and like a voice. But we don't get to see that because he's immediately obliterated by a giant like piece of construction equipment. Like I thought for sure the flower that he was landing on would just get destroyed. And he'd be like, oh no, my my flower. And it would be like a little joke. But no, he's dead. 
Well, Nut Job is known for being boundary pusher. This movie did not pull any punches. There were explosions. There was almost a death. There's a lot of guns. And I mean almost a rodent death, because there were a lot of human deaths. There's a lot of racism. Really? Between, yeah. But tell me about it. I can't repeat what they were saying. Well, I guess I just have to take your word for it. Can I talk about... Can uh, I, I lied. About the racism? Yeah. That's okay, buddy. Can I talk about like how movies like this... Uh, show you that an animal is female yeah what they do they give it boobies uh, kind of the red squirrel had sort of like like hints of like an hourglass figure yeah what i was specifically was thinking of was it's a quavo lyric her her body looks like a coke bottle but i'm a <laughs> and and then my comparison to a coke bottle was validated later when the blue rat and the purple squirrel go off to like look for food in the city, the squirrel is mad at the other squirrel and he's impersonating her and he steps behind a Coke bottle when he's impersonating oh. her. So the movie is fully aware that that's what they do to make characters appear feminine, but I appreciate that they didn't do it with the dogs. The dogs looked like normal dogs. Like yeah. you look at a dog in real life, you can't tell. Yeah. It's a guy or a girl dog. Yeah, but you look at a squirrel and you, you see an hourglass figure yeah. on a squirrel, you know. Perfect make like face full of makeup. Yeah, yeah. Um, she had kinda like a tough like a little neckline almost yeah. of, of fur. And then boy squirrels just got huge dongs in this movie <laughs> were on display. How big were they? Because I could hear them just like because hitting their <laughs> hitting their legs. Hitting the, the pavement. Yeah. Oh, uh, the squirrels can run faster than, like, way faster than cars. Really? Yeah, there was a scene where the it's blue rat cool. and the purple squirrel stole a donut, and a lot of police started chasing them after that. Uh, <laughs> and they were kind of, like, about to get trapped under the wheel, uh, but the donut just got shredded, and they oh, just made it away by the tips of their tails. It's exciting. Siri, how fast can a squirrel run? The top land speed of the Janus Cyrus is about 14 miles per hour. Okay, so these squirrels Those were doing like were 60, through. for sure. <laughs> like these, these were like police cars, sirens blaring, screaming down the street. That's pretty incredible. There's also some Blue Diamond uh, product placement. Was Blue Diamond? It's a brand of nuts with like the. Blue oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah, you know, like wasabi almonds or whatever. Maybe it was just one big commercial. I, here's what I was thinking. We were t t like thinking politically a minute ago. Yeah. I was thinking we should have seen the new mayor who gets put in place after the evil mayor goes to jail, and it's Pete Buttigieg. And the whole movie is like mm. like a campaign thing for him. Yeah, he would look so good in in the uh, nut job. And he's like, I'm not style. gonna kill you, squirrel. No, exactly. He's like, I've got a I've got like a plan for that. He's also like stealing every other candidate's slogans. <laughs> Do you think the mayor was in the first one? Well, he had to. Because they were saying new mayor the whole time, right? Yeah. I bet it was like, like they, he was like supposed to be the new good mayor at the end of Nutjob 1. But then this one's like about how power corrupts. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You, you sure have no more uh, questions for me? I didn't have any for you ever other than how good was the animation. Because you know what? I could guess what was happening. Yeah. Uh, what was it? How big were their eyes? Um, Is that what you want me to ask you? How big were their eyes? Not not huge. Proportionate. Alright, how was the clothing physics? Was it good? Did it blow in the wind a little bit? No, everybody was wearing pretty tight clothing. Like, uh, there's a fight on the top of a hot air balloon. Yeah. Between the purple squirrel. <laughs> You're staring into my eyes with, like, 
I have to like look you're away. about it's to like, get into plot. It's like too intense. But like uh I wrote down on my phone, I'm so sure the mayor is gonna get hit in the nuts with like a squirrel contraption. <laughs> like because I was sure that was like every movie, like that's how every movie ends, right? Like the bad guy gets hit in, in the nuts, nuts by a contraption. Yeah, and then he's castrated in front of everyone. Yeah, well I was close. He did get bit like right in his butt meat when uh, they, were, they were fighting on top yeah. of the hot air balloon. A lot of height stuff in this movie. It's probably good that you weren't looking. It might you might have gotten like vertigo symptoms. There's a lot of innuendo, believe it or not, in a movie really? called Nut Job. Oh, was there? Yeah, there's a lot of innuendo with the word nut, believe it or not. Was this movie uh PG PG or G? Probably PG. Yeah. The squirrels were like pretty good at like taking out like armored vehicles. Now, from having seen just the visual, what do you think it got on Rotten Tomato? Sixty one. Really? Yeah. I'm going to say, literally, because I could hear the writing, 40, 40, yeah. 43, 43. Oh, 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 is that really the rating? What is it? Ooh, yo! What is it? All right, 12% on the tomato meter. Oh, 43% on the audience. That's what Ooh, I said. Ooh, no way. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> oh my God. Damn. Yeah. Huh. What did the first one get? They I don't know if Nut Job 2... Oh, Nutting by Nature. Nutting? It's not <laughs> called Nutting by Nature. It's it's something like that. Oh! Nutty by... Nutting. Nutty. Nutty. Now, here's here's the difference. Uh-huh. 3% increase. No way. On the tomato meter, so uh-huh. it's at 15%. Okay. Audience only liked it 1% more. Huh. 44%. Do you think that they sort of, like, compromised their vision to, like, pander to audiences? Yeah, 100%. And it only got them 1%. Or to uh, to, uh, to cater to critics, I mean. God, I would have never guessed this is what the characters look like. Really? Yeah. Did any of the jokes make you laugh? Yeah, there's one thing that I actually chuckled at. I totally, I couldn't tell you what the fuck it was. Damn. Jackie Chan was in this. Yeah, I saw him in the bloopers in the credits. I'm assuming he played the leader of the white mice. Oh, no. Why? This sounds like a pretty banging... Give me the cast. <laughs> I only know that Will Arnett and Jackie Chan are I just read one of them. I'll get to it last. Will Arnett, obviously, is Shirley. Surly. Surly? Surly, Surly is his okay. name. Catherine Heagle. All right. Is the girl. Maya Rudolph is... What was, her, what was Catherine Heigl's character called? Andy. All right. Uh, Maya Rudolph was the girl dog, I think, Precious. Okay. Um, Jackie Chan was Mr. Fang. Sure. Sebastian Maniscal was Maniscalco. Nothing. Nothing for me. Nah, I didn't. That was Johnny. Oh. <laughs> Whoever you think. That was probably the blue rat. Yeah, probably. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Jeff Dunham as the mole. Oh, the mole. Yeah, the mole. The mole had a cool scene. The mole actually had a cool scene where the music synced up with what was happening. The only time that this happened in the movie. Yeah. I was watching the uh, YouTube version of Toxic. Okay. You know, the music video where they're on the plane. <laughs> yeah. And, and so the mole gets, like, blown into the air by dynamite at the same sound as, uh, like, at the same time as the plane taking off at the end of the video. Yeah. Like, synced up perfectly pretty cool i realized that i was crazy for wondering if the mayor was evil because the second time they showed his office i realized that his his desk was flanked by like giant woolly mammoth tusks okay and his walls were covered with animal heads uh. and he his desk was also covered in donuts and money when did this movie come out i feel like last year 
Dude, people are... Uh, this movie came out a while ago. A critic just reviewed it in April. This is so the most recent one. So it's topical is what you're telling me. Why are people still... It's okay. evergreen. Everybody reading. loves talking about the nut job. Here's a good one. The story is predictable. Okay, all I the did, rotten I, look, ones... Look, I couldn't tell where it was going. All the rotten ones so far have been like saying, oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's got a good message. Rotten. This guy gave it a good review, and it starts with, the story is predictable. Can't say the Sun Daily got the best fucking Fuck, UI yeah, here. That's bad. I saw just like a picture of a foot there for a second. Yeah, I don't know. I'm All not right, get off that website. Get movie. off of that. No. Yeah, imagine Signing paying for email. a review of a movie. God, I couldn't even. We should do. This up for money. We should put like. We should we should probably monetize our Seinfeld musical, right? Like that should be behind a paywall. Yeah. 100%. Just because that's going to be like a lot of work. We'd have to... Ch- well, here's the thing. <clears throat> if we want to be able to make it real, uh-huh. we'd have to change the name to avoid copyright law. <laughs> yeah, and I want to completely get rid of Kramer, if that's okay. You want to get rid of Kramer? I want to put someone else in the Kramer spot. Just like a really normal dude. Me. You like want to play Kramer? No, I want it to be Matt. Like, I want it to be like Jerry and Elaine and Matt and George. Everyone's like, who's this guy? Yeah. No, I think people would be glad. Oh, Matt's here. You ever get an email back from the NFL? I did not get an email back from the NFL. I checked yesterday. Should we send one right now? <laughs> Let's send another. Yeah, sure. All right. I'm writing an email to notices at NFL.com. What's the subject line? Siri, say the word but. That's not nice. All right. <laughs> you did your best. <laughs> Hater. Subject line. We're emailing notices at NFL.com. Yeah. I'm going to make the subject line excuse. <laughs> excuse excuse <me>. you. <laughs> Let me just read back the first half of this email to you. Okay. Hi. This is the second email we have sent your way. Our names are Matt Hill and Kevin Giribaldi, and we are the founders, owners, directors, and stars of the Trend Zone podcast, as well as being the producers, actors, editors, art directors, fans, critics, and we just got Popeyes, so we full. But not all is well in the world of Matt and Kevin, because ever since the NFL debuted its own Spanish-language podcast and named it The Trend Zone, we have been in a dark place, devastated, grossed out, betrayed, puking, shivering, and sad. Please email us back if there is any chance of financial compensation in the cards for us. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if you can, send a picture of the people who run that show. We want to see their faces. And sent. Yeah. That's all right. Well, I think uh, I have no idea how long we've been talking, but I, it feels like twice as long as, yeah, as it needed to be. I agree. So, uh, I do want the AV series to continue. Like, I'm thinking, like, maybe every five episodes is, like... Oh, God, please, no. Like, another episode of AV. Oh, God, please, no. We will be switching roles. No! I don't... Dude, we can't do this again. We can't, <laughs> we can't do this concept again. Well... Do you really think that the the correct thing for us to do is to keep looking backwards to the trend zone? Because I kind of want to push it out of our minds, accept that it's been co-opted and stolen by one of the largest, like, entertainment I don't give a shit about the trend. I want money. Can we just dump on Popeyes for a minute? Yeah. Our food was it. bad. No, nah, it was really shitty. It was just bad chicken. I don't know how anyone likes it. It was dry and overpriced. Yeah. I can't imagine that the sandwich is as good as... People are making it up People to be, it, considering dude. how mediocre and dry those strips were. They've been sold out for so long over there. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Can you hear that? It's like, it's the song hashtag perfect day, like slowly getting louder. 
Oh my god. Like fading into our outro. Hashtag perfect. I hear it. Wait, they just said hashtag perfect. Oh. Every time I hear it, it gets better. This is kind of a bop. Uh, Matt, why are you getting further? You're getting further away from me, Matt. Kevin, it, it's. It, it, I feel like I can't like open my eyes all the way. Like, Matt, it's, just, like, kind of Matt, it's turning dark. Are you like? Are you reaching for me? Right now? I feel like I'm like looking for the Matt. The music is like kind of getting scary. <laughs> quick, quick, quick! Before we lose connection, is there anything you want to say to like the fans? Kevin, Kevin. See you guys next week for another episode of Poo Poo. Edda James. Edda James really liked her fucking intros, apparently. <laughs>